Hi, everybody. It's Carla Swenson Haslam. And last time I spoke with you guys, I was currently working as the color commentator as well as the PR officer for Utah Royals FC. And now I'm no longer in that position as I have made the decision to go back to graduate school. But women's soccer is still something that I'm incredibly passionate about, not only from the tactical and strategical standpoint of soccer and the coaching element of it, but it's still something that is passionate to me because of its development and involvement with women in general. I think the women's sports scene has grown uh, even in just the last decade. But I think it's be interesting as we celebrate International Women's Day uh, today on Friday, I think it's interesting to discuss how far women's soccer has come in the last decade as well as the last 50 years and what are the trends that we can expect from the future. Now that I'm in graduate school, I have these same discussions with my classmates and teachers about where are women going professionally and what changes can we see for them. And my hope, and it's expect my hope is, and it's expected to be, that these changes will be good in the efforts of equality. Uh, I think women in sports is one of the leading industries where both men and women are being very forward and are very, being very um, outspoken about equality and about what we can do to have equality among the genders. And my hope is that women in sports can be kind of the forefront or the go-getter for women in other industries as well. So, so I bring this to you as an introduction for Tuesday's show. On Tuesday, I think we're going to have a great discussion about how women's sports have developed in the United States how it is then leaking into the development of women's sports in other countries, and how culture uh, has affected the growth of women's soccer in the United States. We'll be able to highlight things, you know, how culture has impacted as well as the development of the collegiate women's system with the creation of Title IX and how that's also encouraged uh, women in sports um, and how this shift in approach and how we approach women athletics is going to uh, create a shift and in, in the equality of women's movements outside of athletics. Also with me will be my partner in crime, Daniel Haslam. For those who follow Daniel and I on Twitter, you'll know that we are exact opposites, but I like to think that we're exact opposites that complement each other. Daniel is the data analytical um, go-to and behind this passion of mine of women in sports and women empowerment, Daniel is the force behind gathering the data and the analytics and the stories and the experiences that provide a foundation for some of these arguments and for some of these things that I am passionate about. So you'll also be able to hear from him and just kind of get a catch up of how everything is going within the women's soccer community here in Utah as the Utah Royals FC season kicks off shortly and uh, what he can expect both on the pitch as well as outside in our community. So I'm really looking forward uh, to speaking on the show on Tuesday and celebrating women empowerment and celebrating the start of the new season. It's amazing to have you on. I'm honestly so excited for Tuesday. So excited. So when we look at International Women's Day, what does that mean to you? Yes. I think it for me, it encompasses a lot of things. It encompasses the women in the past whose legacy and whose strength and whose courage have allowed for open discussions on equality. I mean, even though there are some fields and in many aspects where we haven't reached our ideal for equality, I love that we're having these conversations. Um, I think of just this last week at the BYU Law School, we were celebrating Diversity Week. 
And there were some panels and there were some events and some conferences this week where we discussed really hard topics um, about what it means to encourage diversity, what it means to retain diversity, what it means to fight against um, bigotry and ignorance. And some of those discussions were really hard and were really um and, and it's just, it's not just the law school here. I think in general, talking about equality can be really hard and talking about solving it can be really hard. But I love the fact that there are women who came before us and men. There are men and women who came before us who set up the path to having these discussions. And I think International Women's Day celebrates them and it celebrates the men and women in the future who are going to be uh, take these discussions and are going to have changed and are going to work towards change. So it's really a celebration of the past. It's a celebration of those that are working now. And it's a celebration of those in the future who are working towards equality, both men and women. I guess one last question for our, our preface of the podcast. So being someone who is a student athlete and now um, moving into a field law, which is incredibly heavily male dominated, yeah. what do you feel like that, you know, perseverance that sports taught you? How is that, how is that translated into both what, what you're doing now and um, in, in articulating yourself yeah, as a role model? Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I, I didn't think of it like that, but it's interesting that you mentioned it because the legal career is actually one of the least diverse professions, um, which if you're hearing that should make you kind of uncomfortable. Um, and if, as I'm hearing that, it makes me kind of uncomfortable. I, I feel very honored that I get to be part of the first graduating class at BYU Law School that um, has a majority of women. And I feel very honored by that. And it's something worth celebrating. But at the same time, I, I have this internal struggle asking myself, why has it taken it this long, right? It's 2019. And so while it is something to celebrate, it's also something that I feel we need to be working at because we're not there yet. Um, and so, yeah, it does tie in really well. Where I was fortunate is that women's sports, women's soccer has grown so much that I never felt as a woman in soccer that I was, um, that I was being shafted in any way. In fact, I mean, with the creation of Title IX, one could argue that women have more opportunities, at least until the collegiate level, um, have more opportunities. I mean, more women are playing club soccer, more women are playing... Uh, college soccer. Uh, there's a great emphasis in women in sports. Um, and, and I think something we'll talk about on Tuesdays, why has that happened? And a lot of it actually comes from culture shifts of how our culture defines masculinity and defines, and defines feminine, um, defines like femininity. So playing soccer, I actually felt like I had the upper hand. Uh, but then that you see that shift when you get into um, players no longer paying the money but rather getting paid. And that's in the professional scene. And that's where we have all these debates. That's where we have all these lawsuits around equality and women's equality and fair pay um, that are rising out of that. But, but it's, it's an interesting comparison, I think, to be in one field where there's a lot of talk about equality and to move into a lot of field, or excuse me, to move into a different field that would seem completely unrelated um, and still have these talks about equality. But it's something that I continue to be passionate about. I mean, Ever since I was a teenager, I've been passionate about women's empowerment through sports. I just feel like sports provides an avenue of where 
women, even if, <laughs> even if they're not good at the sport, even if they, you know, can't shoot a soccer ball with their laces or dribble through cones, it provides a, an opportunity to learn about confidence, to learn about themselves, to learn about how to interact with people who are different than them, how to interact with people of authority, right? Your coaches, how to interact with people of your own age. I just feel like women in, women in sports provides so many valuable lessons, and so if we can continue to nurture that and continue to nurture a culture that supports that and says that's cool and says it's a good thing, um, I think I think it only helps society as a whole. So I'm looking forward to Tuesday. Daniel and I will be looking forward to talking with all of you about developments in women's soccer, uh, the development of women in the sports world and how cultural changes have affected that. We'll also be able to talk a little bit how the legal community steps into that as well as some of the data and analytics that comes behind that. And last of all, talk about some of our thoughts of the upcoming Utah Royals FC season as we are avidly waiting and preparing for it to start soon. So I'll look forward to hearing from all of you on Tuesday.